Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Switchcraft, the Fingerboard podcast. I'm Jana Kemmer, and I'm sitting here with my co-host, as usual. Hi, I'm Julian Buono. Good day, everyone. And this time we have a special guest. Let's say hello to Annie. Hi. <laughs> yeah, so uh, as probably a lot of you know, Annie was like the mastermind behind the video that dropped a few days ago when we record this was the video called Femblins, the first female fingerboard edit that I think was ever done. And yeah, we want to talk uh, to her about her, the edit and yeah, fingerboarding in general. So let's get right in. So yeah, first of all, like, who are you? Like, what's your... Uh, when when did you uh, or wh where are you from? Let's start there. <laughs> um, I'm from Hong Kong, um, but as many people know, um, I also am like sort of a bit all over the place because I went to boarding school in the UK and then I obviously went to the states to do um, university. But right. I am from Hong Kong. <laughs> Cool. So where where in this whole picture does fingerboarding come in? How how did you come up with it? Um, so I think back when I was like eight or nine years old, because um, <laughs> my dad has family in Canada, we would like go to Canada every summer. Yeah. Um, and we went to this magical place called Walmart because that doesn't <laughs> exist in Hong Kong. And um, I found tech decks. Right. And that was a time when I was like a little bit obsessed with skateboard culture and what, um, what that was like. But um, I didn't really skateboard myself. Yeah. Um, so I bought a bunch of tech decks and I just played around with them. And then I started collecting them. Um, but then I didn't really know you could do tricks on them or anything. Right. And then um, multiple years later, when I was at boarding school, um, I don't actually know how I found out about Berlinwood, but I found out about Berlinwood. I found out about wooden skateboards, uh, wooden fingerboards, I mean. And that's when I really started fingerboarding. Like my first yeah. setup was a Berlinwood, um, Bali trucks, and Bali wheels. So do, do classic you know, combo. Do you know what, yeah. what year that was, like roughly? Like... Was it, was it the 29 millimeter era or? Oh, uh... 29 millimeter. That was when um, 30 millimeter was like really wide, you know? So, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm slowly getting back in touch with that. <laughs> yeah. 28. A lot of people 28. Are. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can never go back. <laughs> <laughs> it's just too skinny. Yeah. That's <laughs> not. It's Really not. <laughs> Is it not? I don't know. So, uh, so, uh, so then you started uh, learning tricks, or like, did you like did you stumble upon the tricks on YouTube, or uh, did you meet someone, or like how? Because when I remember back, I I think I couldn't tell you how how I found out that you could do tricks. Like, it just happened somehow. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, I, I think the way I found out about wooden fingerboards as it was is probably something where it just like showed up on my YouTube. Yeah. Um, 
And it was probably like a Mike Schneider video because like, I think yeah, he was really. one of the few people back then who was actually putting out like high quality videos that a lot of people were watching because he obviously was filming on a really nice camera. So um, I think that's how I started like, oh, like you can do really cool tricks on them. And then I started looking up tutorials. Um, and then I think it was like Taylor Rosenbauer, um, his tutorials with Finger, yeah. what's it like with Disney? Disney, yeah. Um, so I still watch those sometimes. Something like 2011, 2012? Um, I think probably 2012, 2013. Yeah. Yeah. Around that time. And uh, have you ever been to a, to an event at that time, or? I'm I'm really bad at like being a part of the fingerboard scene. I feel because I'm like there, but I'm not there. Like I I participate, but I've never been to an event. Um, even when I was in Boston, I never went to Rendezvous. Um, huh. I don't really know why. Well, I do know why. I think because, you know, social anxiety and stuff. And like, it just like, um, I knew like how Rendezvous worked and stuff, but I never felt confident enough to just go to the events for some reason. Um, and hmm. Andover is actually further from Boston than you would think, in my opinion, because um, I wouldn't make it like an overnight trip. So, um, yeah, I think that's part of the reason why. And also, I was just like on sets every weekend. Mm -hmm. um, so I didn't really have time to go to events as it was anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm really bad at it. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, the, the thing is, really, uh, Social anxiety is a thing that is in common for a lot of fingerboarders, I think, actually. Yeah. And yeah. fingerboard events are actually the best gatherings to get rid of your social anxiety because everyone is just basically minding their own business. But exactly. if <laughs> something comes up, like, what are you riding or what trick was play that? A game of then, it, then it's always cool. You know, like connections can be loosely attached pretty quickly. Yeah. You know? I was going to go to a rendezvous this year, but then, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Global it happened. So it couldn't happen. Um, but yeah, maybe next year. How I heard people call it the ongoing global bastard, and this is my <laughs> favorite name for for it. So yeah, yeah, I think that uh, that destroyed a lot of people's thing about plans and plans in general. And yeah, 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 we were supposed to also organize a contest this year. Like yeah, shit. Shit yeah, are up. we still waiting on the feedback from Cassiopeia, or um, are we calling no, it off? Is Timo calling it off? <laughs> I know something, but there hasn't been an official announcement made, but there will be probably next week. Uh, cool. But uh, I wouldn't put my hopes up too high. Nah, yeah, no. Yeah. Definitely not. <laughs> yeah. It's probably just safer not to do anything now, too. Like, yeah. just for everyone's sakes. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. also uh, to not invite people to travel to Berlin. Because, like, yeah. it, I, I think it's another thing if 
we locals uh, meet up with like five people at Julian's place or like I did yesterday with a bunch of friends at, at a like open park sitting on the curb for five hours. Like it, of course, it's not like 100% safe, but it's it's as safe as, yeah, like it was in, in our, it was what we were willing to do. Yeah. But yeah, I I wouldn't want to put like 50 people from like all bordering nations from Germany to <laughs> all of them bring them to yeah, nah. and cuz uh, like it's another Not thing of actually safe. Yeah, if it's like like one or two people coming from different cities from Berlin even that is yeah not not that great and to to do a whole event where everyone has the chance wants wants to be then that's not the best play yeah. in the situation yeah, that's good. definitely yeah. agree yeah so um do you uh, uh like do you know about uh, a fingerboard scene in in hong kong or in uh, in that area as a whole like is there uh, like how how is fingerboarding perceived in in hong kong like is it some uh, something people of our generation know about or even have seen or like or do people know that you fingerboard like like okay so the first the last question um my parents know i fingerboard like pretty much all my friends know i fingerboard like my close Mm -hmm. ones because especially if they've come to my place here in hong kong like all my friends in hong kong know i fingerboard because i have obstacles on my desk i have fingerboards lying around everywhere yeah like there's evidence everywhere it's impossible to ignore um as like the hong kong scene in its yeah like it's just like i mean right now like look at this it's just there so it's it's just everywhere so it's hard to hide i think at the beginning i tried to hide it but then um because I was like, it feels like a kid's toy. But then I was like, no, so many adults playing around with it. Like, it's like, it's just fun. So, yeah. um, but in Hong Kong, generally speaking, I've been told there is a scene kind of, but I've never, I've, I've never seen, seen it. Like, <laughs> so, like, I know there's a company called Bracelet Bushings in Hong Kong. Oh, um, they're from, didn't know that they were from Hong Kong. Apparently. That's what Lena told me. So I, yeah, I, I don't know. I only know um, about them from Lena. So yeah, and um, all right. right. Yeah, I, I like I didn't know that that existed. I didn't think there were any fingerboard companies that existed in isn't, Hong Kong. Isn't Hooded also from Hong Kong? Hooded no, is Japan. that's Japanese. Ah, okay. Um, I, I feel so ignorant. <laughs> no, it's okay. I wouldn't blame you. Like, I think there's also like probably some Taiwan. Um, Taiwanese like fingerboard scene they probably have more of a scene than we do mm-hmm. um, in Hong Kong I think maybe there was a scene for a little bit um, yeah. I think there was this company called Life Fingerboards from a long time ago um, and I think they were Hong Kong based but I don't think they make boards anymore um, yeah and right now like I've been trying to search for a Hong Kong scene there seem to be very few people who actually fingerboard Mm-hmm. so i'd have no idea if it exists or where ex- it exists around this area um so yeah my answer to that is i don't know <laughs> i guess <laughs> yeah 
So, what's uh, yeah, I, I'm looking for my notes right now. Uh, let's let's just uh, yeah, really professional here. Uh, let, let's uh, let's just uh, go to the next next topic. Uh, the let's talk about the video. So uh, the video came out last week, and it's been in the works for for a bit, like forever, <laughs> like forever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. So I, I was in the video itself uh, as well, and I uh, I got brought on in like late January I think, and oh, and I had uh, I had only like less than a week I think up until the the deadline, and so I only had three days to film, which for me was like I have no idea how to do this. Like the the <laughs> blessing in disguise was that like looking back it might as well have been that I actually had the virus back then because I had a really bad pneumonia with like really high fever and stuff like that. So that that was the reason why why I was at home because I was already feeling better but still contagious. So I was at home, had nothing to do. So I You had... were feeling ter you were sick, like that yeah. sick and you were still yeah. able to fingerboard. Yeah, like, was like I have a head cold the... and I can't fingerboard properly. It was, it was the very <laughs> end. Like it was like the at the end of the second week. because uh, I, I was I was sick for in all in like overall about four weeks, but I worked in between and then realized I, I'm still sick and got back home. But yeah, it was like at the end of the initial two weeks and uh, that's why, like, I I filmed over the whole day because I couldn't stand up for more than an hour or something like that, and like went fingerboarding, went to bed, fingerboarding, bed, and did that for three days. Mm. <laughs> Filming but routine. Also, yeah. But also, in hindsight, you're probably like, "What the heck?" Like, I had more time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. if that wouldn't have happened, I probably wouldn't have participated because I. Like when I work my nine to five job, I like I get back home at eight, and I usually don't try to fingerboard on my park up, up like after nine because it's quite loud, and the, yeah. there's a neighboring wall right next to the park. So I try to uh, keep the noise down there, and like I fingerboard at my desk all the time, and I have like mats here, so it's not that loud. But yeah, yeah filming apart, I usually can only do it weekend so mm. it was a good thing that i had time yeah <laughs> but yeah i i wanted like what i wanted to talk about is the the time frame in itself because i know some of you started in december end of november something like that yeah so um do you want me to just like sort of give yeah, an sure. overview of everything sure. so um, I had this idea for it for a while now. Um, I think I said this in the podcast, but mm. I've had this idea for a while now. I was just like, I don't understand why this video doesn't exist because there are so many women in fingerboarding. It, and, um, but not to the point where it feels like making a video about it would be redundant. Mm. Um, and so I was just like, why, why don't I do it? Like, why yeah. don't I be the one to um, put it all together since I'm like, I'm an editor anyway. Um, 
So then I reached out to, because at the time I didn't have a fingerboard Instagram, obviously, like I've only mm-hmm. had my account for less than two, like just about two months, I'd say maybe. And um, I just messaged uh, EJ, fingerboard queen. Mm-hmm. I messaged uh, Sitting Duck, Savannah, and I messaged, who else did I message? I think Mallory, because yeah. um, they were all following me on Instagram at the time. And there are probably also a few other people I just forgot, and I'm very sorry. Mm. But um, uh, I asked them, hey, like, what do you think about this? Because I think it'd be really, really cool. And um, they were like, yeah, like, I think that's a great idea. So I made a group. And then we just added more and more people in. Mm. And then, obviously, you got added in as well. There were people who got added in, in like, February. And, Yeah. um, yeah, so... The original deadline was we were hoping for end of January or like beginning of January, um, but then it was it was really difficult to manage because I think everyone was just so busy, and then mm. um, the deadline just kept getting pushed. And honestly, I wouldn't have allowed for that deadline to be pushed if it wasn't for the fact that my main goal for this video was to include as many of us as we could because mm. so many of us wanted to be a part of the video but then there were actually a few people who couldn't make it like kylie couldn't make it um i think marie like as in like girl in red mm. wanted to be a part of the video but couldn't she, like she didn't she have time to fingerboard because yeah. she was on tour like um it was just really hard so i made a decision i was just like you know what i'm gonna make the deadline a little further so that as many people as possible who we've added in the group can be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And like, since that's the main aim and the next year, I think obviously people will be uh, more prepared for the idea of it because mm. we've already agreed in the group essentially that we're going to do it every year now. Yeah. So yeah, it was so, frustrating, but it's okay. It worked. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, one one question before I turn to the next one. Uh, what exactly did you do as an editor in there? Like the, yeah. So what like what was what did you do in putting it together? Okay, yeah. so um, Yana is very good at doing her own editing anyway. So um, I didn't do anything for her part. <laughs> and I didn't put any music to it. You decided it that all by yourself yeah. and it worked so well. It was so perfectly done. Um, I feel like I was just there to assist anyone who mm. needed help. Right. So um, everyone, like, I think the option was send me either a fully edited part with, um, with the music all yeah. like put in with it or mm. um, send me something without music or just send me clips. And um, I, in hindsight, I don't think that was the best thing to do, but that is what I did. And um, basically, for the people who just sent parts without music, I like tried to look for music that worked. And then for people who right. just sent clips, I was in charge of putting those parts together and then obviously just sort of putting them into a timeline and figuring out which part goes after which part part Mm -hmm. um which surprisingly is very difficult to do um so i can imagine (laughs) 
because uh, like uh as someone who watched quite a few skate videos like i'm not like a nerd when it comes to skate videos but i have watched you consume a, a lot of them yeah, yeah. So, and and there uh, they talk a lot lot about pacing like mm-hmm. putting uh putting an, a high energy part in the middle to to get the energy back up then putting something right. chill in between or to not put similar styles like too many similar styles behind each other and things like that and yeah and i I, f- I think those are uh those are points like like some that we can work on for for the next one because I, totally I think agree. i think a lot a lot of us didn't didn't know what to expect like i yeah. i uh i'm not sure if uh if you heard of that but there was actually an initiative to like I don't know what happened out of that, but there was someone who tried to do a similar thing before, but I don't think nothing ever came out of it. Yeah, I think it was uh, was done by uh, by someone from Brazil. I'm not sure. Like someone from uh, South America started it. Okay. Who means like what? <laughs> and uh, but. But it was supposed to be like if like a short statement of your name and the, that you're a female fingerboarder, one trick, and that was like supposed to be the thing. But I oh okay, I, that's not a full length. Yeah, yeah, that's not a full length. But it was like the first getting together uh, of women in fingerboarding. But that's I cool. don't think nothing ever came out of that. I certainly didn't submit anything because I was like, yeah, I'm not comfortable in doing that. So okay. I was like, yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm out. And I don't think I I've ever seen the edit or the the thing that came out of it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but but that that was a was a while ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, and I forgot where I was going with this. Well, um, that happened. We were talking about editing. <laughs> the pacing of. Ah, yeah, the... Pacing. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I think uh, for the uh, because of uh, because of people didn't know what to what to expect. I think a few treated it like an Instagram clip that's a bit longer. And for me, as someone who watched their fair share of skateboard videos, and like I had, I I think I had a VHS of Pissing Fingers one. Like uh, like I watched. I watched Good that stuff. when it came out. I I waited for Pissing Fingers two. Watched that when it came out. I wasn't around for Pissing Fingers three, but yeah. So I I try to model it after something I would have seen in a video like that, with like a like a start, an end, and I think that's that's something we can we can improve for the for the next. But is is there something you uh, you thought you would try to work on for the next one? Yeah, I think um, we just touched on so many points. Um, I I was thinking about this um, a few weeks ago, actually, even before releasing it. And even throughout the editing process, I feel like I learned a lot. Um, cause, I feel that every time I'm editing. <laughs> yeah, because... Um, I, so I'm I'm actually going to do like my own video uh, for my YouTube discussing some of this stuff, but right. um, I definitely think that not only should fingerboarding um, videos like full lengths like be similar to um, skateboarding videos, 
But one thing that I also thought about whilst editing this was because I really like making music videos and I really like editing music videos. I almost treat every single edit I make like a mini music video. Mm -hmm. And um, I feel like people should do that for all of their parts. Like you don't think about it like consciously, but I think we do do things to make it look a bit like a music video, like the beat, like the rhythm of it, Mm -hmm. um, the board landing on the rhythm, on the beat, like stuff like that, which is so important. And, um, oh, no worries. Continue. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Oh, you're no, no, you're good. And um, I think for next year, one thing that I definitely want to try and do is encourage people to have more fun with it instead of mm. just submitting a plain, like, yeah, like one to two minute video of them put just like clips stacked together. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm definitely think there should be more B-roll. Um, I think um, like... Your part and Berta's part, I've talked about before, were just so perfect to start and end. Um, mm-hmm. Rewatching the different parts, like, you didn't... There are some uh, clips you put in that weren't even, like, full tricks, you know? Yeah, it's I did just some... to get the video, like, going, just to get the part, like, uh... feeling good, you know? It's, mm-hmm. it's so, so important. And I, that's one thing I definitely want people to do. The second thing is... Um, I don't know if this is super, uh, like, the word I'm looking for isn't coming to me, but I don't know if this is possible, I guess, but uh, given the current pandemic that's going on, but maybe for next year, what would be really cool, in my opinion, is if I end up going back to the States or something like that, being able to help other people film too, Mm -hmm. so that I can control the lighting conditions and stuff like that. Um, I definitely want to try and encourage people to film on nicer cameras if they can. Um, if not, definitely trying to light it properly. Um, yeah, I think that's that's the most important part. Yeah, the most important part is definitely like lighting it well so that it, there's no grain um, or as little grain as possible. Mm-hmm. And um, also telling people no vertical videos just horizontal yeah Um, Uh... i I don't know why i didn't um i think i've assumed that no one would submit vertical parts um since you knew it was going to go on youtube and youtube is horizontal but it was (laughs) we discussed that on rational thinking of people (laughs) but like obviously like i'm not shit talking anymore yeah Yeah. i'm just I think that's just something I need to clarify because yeah, obviously yeah. for some people it might might not have come to mind. They were just like, oh, I'm just going to film a clip. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, like so, sometimes the most obvious uh, things don't come come to us because we're like, yeah, I'm going to do it like I always do it. And yeah, then we exactly, don't exactly. think much of it. So yeah. um, this is something that interests me from the perspective of having been involved in the full length um, oh yeah, we myself. we didn't touch on that. You, you were part of a release that happened last week. Yeah, so exactly. It was, um, was a busy week of the flat face montage. Um, yeah. And um, <laughs> very very cool. Um, the thing 
is Mike Hander does guidelines, like honest guidelines. Like he, well, okay, maybe he didn't necessarily express it as a guideline, but he said, yeah, you should put some effort into it because I'm filming the best stuff that I ever filmed, said Mike Schneider, you know? So you try to kind of um, get up on that concept. And and he also said, like, yeah, with music, you have to choose the music, uh, which took me kind of off ground. But anyway, um, and the stuff like that. So he he established some some angle points kind of that you had to work with. Uh, did you do that for for as you as you contacted the, the riders? So I think because I I didn't want it to feel like my project, I feel mm-hmm. like the flat face video is very much like that's like a Mike Schneider like, video. Like yeah. for me, like it's like a it's like a flat face, like it's like a it's specific to um like obviously because it's his company. It's about yeah. all the people who are in it, obviously, but um I didn't want to feel like I was trying to take like a leader, like this is my video, I want to control it. Um, because I've always had problems with um, collaborative um, projects where that happens. And um, just not maybe me specifically, but people generally are trying to take a lead when it's not about taking a lead. It's just about people doing what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Because of that, I didn't give very specific guidelines. I didn't want to feel controlling about it. Um, And also, I think I just assumed everyone would do their best because um, Mm -hmm. I tried to do my best. Um, Obviously, I only had that one obstacle (laughs) in the video the whole time. That's just because, like, in... The States, the thing for me, like bringing stuff to the States, um, the most important stuff is my camera equipment. So fingerboarding comes secondary and I can only bring a few obstacles here and there. Um, But if I filmed in like at home, I definitely would have done more. But um, yeah, I just don't want to do a bunch of guidelines. But I think for next year, I definitely will take a page out of Mike's book and Mm -hmm. say like, give some specific guidelines. I think the idea of maybe saying, if you're going to submit a full edit, please pick your own music, but also please feel free to just send clips um, and I can pick the music for you, but no in-between. So I think I'm going to get yeah. rid of the in-between category for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, went... I think, yeah. <laughs> so, sorry. Like no, no, when, no, you're good. I didn't when, have anything else to say. When when I heard uh, that some people submitted an edited part without music, I was like, how would you do that? Because for me, Ow. like uh it's not like uh, it's not like, oh, why did you it's more like I uh, like I need the music to edit to. Like for me, like Same. like I said, I treat it as a music video. I like I studied graphic design. 10 years ago shit um and <laughs> and uh in that we had to do a, a music visualization which was like an animation to music 
and when I did that, I learned a lot about like listening to to little things in the music and trying to pick up on them. And that's yeah. basically how I approached all of my edits so far. And for me, like when I when I start filming the first clip, I already know what music I'm going to put that for. And I know that's so interesting because uh, I never know until I pick. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's like and I, I like that it's like so many different approaches because like I, I know Julian is also quite he takes quite a lot of time to find the right piece of music. Yeah. And for me, I just know. Like I I listen to something and be like, yeah, I'm gonna film a part for that. Um, I mean, I, I, I always have like a, a a pretty narrow choice of things I want to use, but still, mm -hmm. when you have the clips, um, and you actually have them, then then I can I can actually tell if it's more of an upbeat thing or more of a you know something more chilled or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I. I rarely know that from the start and the thing is for a three minute video because i submitted something like three minutes and seven you have to find something that can convey a stable mood for that long a time mm -hmm. i was really put aback when he was like yeah could you get it to music and i'm like <laughs> oh, i thought you you were you were you were choosing some <laughs> Did, was like do you know if he normally chooses the music and then people cut to it or well basically mike rarely does montages yeah like yeah it's been a honest, while since the last this is first honest full length montage he has ever done like um wasn't there one like i thought there was one a few years ago but uh, they, I, I could be wrong. It could be because I haven't been on Mike's channel for a for a while mm. now. Um, but if you if you look to other montages, it's pretty obvious that usually the people choose their own music. Like Variety mm. Collection is probably one of my favorite montages in fingerboarding, and yeah. Jay Brown. Um, oh, and, that like Variety Collection Two is my favorite video ever. Have you seen three? I have seen three, yes. The J part. Oh my god. I've been out of the scene uh, during that time, and this is the first time I heard that name ever. Like you I, need to um, watch it. Actually, it's so you, you've good. You've actually seen it. I, I've showed you bits of it. Okay, um, that, that could be. You, you were pretty unimpressed by some of the things, but uh, sounds I mean, like me. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Which I could totally understand. Like some of the spots are really you're fingerboarding that it's a stone. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I, so, I remember um, thing but still, stone. then then Jay's part comes yeah. up and it's two minutes fifty that just basically yeah justify everything else. <laughs> yeah, he's so good. Uh, I'm going to slip out of the frame just for a second because if I don't, then my laptop's going to die. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, uh, like f for me, I I don't know why, but the the music thing, like, and editing to music, 
like I I feel it also gives conveys a part of personality of each person. Yes, and, for sure. And Definitely. Yeah. that's something I like. But uh, to touch on one point uh, you said earlier, like this is my my third real part I filmed. Like I filmed the Halloween part uh, one and a half years ago, my welcome part, and now this one. And for me, the Halloween part really helped me because in the Halloween part, we had specific guidelines we needed to match. We yeah, yeah, had a concept. Yeah, sure. we, and we had to do like 45 seconds intro without fingerboarding, which was a real challenge for me, or 30 seconds or something like that. I think it was 45 seconds and because they were trying to set the mood to Halloween and do something scary and stuff like that. And... That really helped uh, helped me in my like editing skills because that like with that part I had a clear concept and knew what I wanted to do and basically had had a guideline that wasn't set by someone else like it was a guideline that was based on some parameters and then I yeah worked on that guideline yeah. myself and I feel with any edit I do, the next edit, I'm like, why didn't I do it like this last time? Or, yeah, like, like I I use Adobe Pro to, uh, uh, to edit, but, like, I use that very occasionally, so I'm not good at it. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I have a few things I do, and I do them all the time, but even still, like, I continually learn something new, and... I, I really like that about fingerboarding that you can sometimes you sometimes like transport it into different things like video production and uh, mm. or or the competitive side or yeah or something That's like totally this agree. interviews yeah 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 it's, I mean... it's really multi multi multifaceted really and 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 a video part sure kind of conveys your personality to a degree so it's yeah I it's agree. really an interesting part of it. Yeah. So, like, for me, I think that's that's everything I had on uh, on my notes so far. Uh, Ewan, do do you have have anything you want to ask any or any? Do you have have anything you want to talk about or that you? Oh, um... <laughs> yeah, it's tough <laughs> to be put on the else. spot. <laughs> Um, questions always come up after yeah yeah um a lot of time when we finished one of these i'm like oh you dummy you forgot to ask this <laughs> thing that you wanted to ask about <laughs> think, i guess like the only thing i really had to say specifically about the edit is that next year would will definitely be better because um lessons have been learned and this is also the first time i've edited a fingerboard thing mm. like yeah. i have experienced editing like films and music videos but i've not really had experience aside from my own edits like yeah putting together something where so many different styles and so many different environments are put into one video so next year um. will definitely be better I, but I but have not, a, not not like not to say that it will like no I, it's I, I, now 
Yeah, I, I. It's amazing now, but yeah, next year I just wanted better. to. I just want to make that clear. Like there, there were a few, uh, few things I didn't like too much. There were a few things I liked really much. Like, but that's with, yeah. with everything I that's watched. Everything. Like, yeah. And so overall, I, I thought it was was quite good, at, uh, especially as a first time ever. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I would have a small suggestion. Um, maybe you already know them. Maybe you don't. Um, it's, I think, two or three parts by Harry um, that I would, oh, yeah. y- you know, uh, that obviously. Um, <laughs> like one is uh, the big Harrix montage, the 2011 one, where everyone popped in a frame of themselves, a flat trick, uh, an obstacle trick, and a line. You know, you had really specific sets actually but uh still in that frame you could really perk up your individuality really because you could do whatever basically um and and that for me was an interesting concept and also maybe the herrick's after session six Mm -hmm. uh which is an older one and it's basically with the whole flat face team and you're like, oh, where do they all come from? And, and the video is something like nine minutes, but it never loses the pace. Really never. And, and these could be maybe some, some inspirations mm-hmm. um, that, that, that you could maybe use, maybe not, depending on if you like it or not. But that's just my two cents on what I really like in a montage. Yeah, one one thing I I really liked about the Femlins video was that I liked the length uh, the length of the part. Like uh, there there was one where I was like this could have been a bit longer, and one yeah. where I was like this could have been uh, been a bit shorter. But overall, I really liked uh, like the length because with the with the flat face video being at one and a half hours with. I don't know how many riders. I, I was have like, to be bloody honest, I still haven't seen Ryan's part. What? That's uh, like sorry. that's like Ryan's part is the one I would recommend people. Like if you're only going to watch one part, do that one. If you're going to watch three parts, that one, Mike's and I really liked Scott uh, Scott's part mm. part, but some some were uh, oh. some didn't. I I really enjoy like those were my top three from really from the flat face video. I agree. Yeah, but yeah, I, I really like that it wasn't one and a half hours. It's, uh, I honestly, I'm gonna be honest. Like, if ours was an hour and a half, no one would have watched it. Like, yes. I don't think anyone would have watched it. With the flat face video, like, the I think the same. Yeah, like I mean, the flat face video is like the whole community knows about it like i i would not be surprised if not every single person in the community didn't know about the video like i don't expect that at all because Mm -hmm. i mean like who are we to be like you know watch us for an hour and a half yeah and it's so difficult to to keep things like interesting i think for the fingerboarding um because you're not there's no faces um it, it's very limited imagery unless you like do a bit of editing and everything yeah. put together so yeah especially when know. people <laughs> don't have access to parks and 
not everyone like some people who think about for years have never ridden an actual park because like yeah. like when when i started like i don't know how long ago i did create my own park but that was only because i came from a somewhat rich family we had a big house i had space to do that like now living in a flat in in berlin i'm I'm really, uh, really lucky to have the space to actually put a park, yeah. a park in this flat. And also thanks for this guy to, for letting me do that. But, <laughs> but yeah, because like it's uh, like you can't do that in in any flat, and it takes. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't have a park. Like I've yeah. never ridden a park in my life because I don't yeah. go to events because I'm an yeah. idiot. But also because I don't have the space to do that. Yeah, so. and and so if you have uh, have people who only ride on obstacles back to back like that that limits the imagery even more and uh, i feel when you have access to a park it it makes like it automatically changes up the scenery all the time that's uh, that's one of the reason why i never put tricks on the same spot in my park back to back like anytime mm -hmm. i edit i never put a trick on the big rail which is my favorite back to another trick on the big rail unless it's like the same trick in a different angle yeah. like mm -hmm. I, I try to always switch it up and that's like my one recommendation to people if you only have one uh, one obstacle or one area to film try to switch up the position of your camera and try that's that's actually something i learned from Julian and hanging out with those guys that you like for some tricks you you need different styles of filming like some tricks look better from this angle some look better from that angle sometimes you can't even tell what a trick is when you film it uh, from up front sometimes it's the same from the side like uh, some tricks work in specific ways and i think yeah. to to uh, to put that to your advantages is like one of the 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 thing that makes a part stand out a bit more because you're you're working with the medium and yeah. Yeah. The medium is not working against you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But sure. but like I said, I I didn't. Uh, I'm I'm not trying to bash on a part. This is like constructive yeah. criticism. Yeah. Yeah, and especially since like it's everyone's. I think I don't think um, many people in the video in Femblance actually have had experience being in a full length before exactly so I, they I, don't know what is to be expected for a yeah. full length and yeah. even i didn't know what to expect for for a full length so i know what i need to do better in the future for my own filming which yeah. is like um you were just saying how um you need to switch things up and stuff like that another issue with filming a full length fingerboard video is um especially in our case we're all over the world you you don't have one filmer. You have multiple yeah. people. Everyone is just filming their own stuff, which is not yeah. the case for a skate video, which is yes. why a skate video is so much more cohesive. So, yeah, yeah we will... We, yeah, and, we know what we need to do. Yeah, and, next and, <laughs> and a skate video is also usually produced for a much longer time. Like, even though yeah. this took a bit, like, the... The actual work on the skateboard, like the, just the edit editing process alone, can sometimes take like basically the amount of time a film uh, takes because it's usually mm -hmm. just one person doing it, yeah. and they have to do all the 
selecting all the color correction and the editing in itself. And to to think that a, a fingerboard video filmed by a few people all over the world who never done anything like that would look like a skate video is just something that's not gonna happen. Like yeah, not, on, not on yeah, first not try. Yeah, not immediately. Yeah, because the, the parameters are just completely different. And that's why I think it's important to come up with a with an own style. Like I always uh, recognize a film, a clip filmed by Julian. I recognize the clip filmed by Ben, a friend of us, like the, uh, or Harry. Like there are some, like when you hang around with a person a lot and see them producing the clips and choosing the clips and be like. I think you have to do that trick again. Mm. And even though the writer thought, yeah, I think that was okay. And the person on the other side of the camera sees uh, from this angle, it didn't look good, even though you landed it. Like from this angle, it looks like it doesn't. So it doesn't matter that you did land it because that's the angle that counts. Exactly. Yeah. And I I like the the different styles and it took me a while to come up with my own style. But yeah. It's working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and and like I said, this was my third, like, even though I've never been in a full-length video, I did, this was my, like, third full-length part, so yeah. that, that's why this I had... This is my first, and I had to oh. edit it, which is, <laughs> like, I really signed yeah. up for something yeah. too big, <laughs> but, yeah. Nah, it, I mean, like I said, it, it did work, so, uh, and... Like things like that always feel big when when you start them and look intimidating and yeah you yeah. just make it work mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah okay I think this this is a very good place to end so yeah. thank you so much uh, for taking the time uh, what time is it uh, is it for you right now is it like early it's only like... nine p.m. ah okay night time but it's not late yeah. <laughs> Not late, late. Yeah, here it's like middle of the day. Even though it's <laughs> gray and looks dark, it's during the yeah, day. Yeah, it's about to. <laughs> ah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So thank you very much, and uh, thanks to uh, to Yuyan, and yeah. So we're gonna be excited for the next video in a year. Yeah. So. Of thanks for having me. Yeah. Bye. No worries. Peace.